Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, as I mentioned, um, we take a look here at the league, uh, the quarter, or the the divisions in the NFL. I can speak, really. Um, (laughs) And we'll break them down by quarterback play. This is an Adam Shine article, and I don't typically agree much with what Adam Shine writes. I think he he writes like a radio shock job. Yeah, it's a little bit shocky, yeah. Yeah. So I get that. But this is this is I don't have a problem with what he wrote here. Um okay. breaking down the, the divisions by quarterback play. So you're ranking the one the starting quarterbacks for all the teams. Um I don't know if he does it here for through. Let me let me get down here to see where the, uh, for example, the Arizona Cardinals are at, and see that'll yeah, let, that'll, that'll let me know that if, if he is counting the week one starters or the well, for example, he has so, a combination of the two. Same with he has, he has combinations, so he's yeah, he's looking at fine. it basically for week one. You okay. want to start at the top, or you want to start at the bottom? Let's go to eight. Okay, we'll go to eight. And I don't think anybody would have a problem with this this group, this division being eighth. And that's the NFC South. Four new starters from week one last year. You got yeah. Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, He's Bryce Young Ritter. in Carolina, Derek Carr with the Saints, and Baker Mayfield with the Buccaneers. That is an atrociously bad right. quarterback group. Derek Carr is the best of the bunch, and he's about, what, 12th in the league? Yeah. Somewhere he's around there. Well here. Yeah. And he's clearly number one right now. And that's no disrespect to Bryce Young. You just don't know. Is, I don't know. We know a lot about Desmond Ritter for that matter. Right, right, right. I thought he was better than Mariota, which isn't saying much, but it was still I've been listening to I don't I don't listen to Chris Sims a lot. And not that I dislike him, it's just I can only listen to so many things at once. And but he's been putting out his top 40 quarterbacks, and I do like his takes on quarterbacks. I don't always agree with them, but he is very unique. I think Ritter was like 39 for him. <laughs> you know, what I mean, yeah. like he was not even in the top 32, he was in the first episode. So, and I see that. I mean, there's a lot to worry about there. I mean, he should be in that first episode, Baker Mayfield should be in that first episode. That's what I meant to say is I don't know who I'd rather play against right now. And Ritter. quite frankly, Bryce Young should be in that in that grouping too. He's never started an NFL game before. Right. I mean, at a minimum, he's an unknown. And again, yeah, if, if Carr's your best. I mean, Bryce, Bryce Young, if if Bryce Young finishes this season as the 20th best quarterback in the NFL, that's a success. That pick, that pick was a slam dunk. That was a that was a really good rookie year. Right. Yeah. Because guys like you know Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman. There's a long, long list of rookie quarterbacks oh. who struggled. You mentioned Josh Allen last segment, or you yeah. Know. So yeah, I think that's a pretty easy number eight. 
Number seven, the AFC South, both Souths. A lot of turnover in both those. I mean, yeah. we got three of the top four picks. You know, the, the top three quarterbacks drafted have already been mentioned. So, yeah. So in, it, in the AFC that. South, you got CJ Stroud. He's listing Anthony Richardson as the starter for the Colts. Okay. Jacksonville has Trevor Lawrence. Tennessee has Ryan Tannehill. I, I think a lot of people might be putting the cart before the horse with the Jacksonville Jaguars. In terms of just running away with the division? Or that they're a contender? Or being a, a contender in the yeah. AFC. I don't think they are. I don't either. I think they're, the clearly, they're clearly the best team in that division. Yes. But that's not saying a whole lot. I put a couple bucks on the Colts to win the division because it pays like 10 to 1. Yeah. And that was kind of more of a knock on the other three teams than, boy, I think the Colts are great. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if the Jaguars take a step back this year. Right, because they took such a step forward. The one thing I like about the Jags, and it's the first time I think I could say this since, like, the Brunel era, is they have a coach and a quarterback. Yeah. But I don't know that Trevor Lawrence is is out of the woods yet. No. I I mean, mean, he's going to be good. I don't know that he's going to be great. So, like, on my podcast yesterday, we did Twitter Thursday, and somebody said, Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence, start one, bench one, cut one, and I easily cut Lawrence. Yeah, you have to. I mean, just I don't know as much. Just, I, I've really seen one year of the guy. He may be great. I'm not – I mean, the competition in that conversation was pretty rough. I mean, I started Burrow, I benched Herbert, and I cut Lawrence. So, here's the thing, Matt. That playoff game against the Chargers last year. Mm-hmm. First they, were down, they were down. They were down. That was more about the Chargers losing that game. Yeah. To me, than it was Jacksonville winning it. Did he throw like four picks in the first? He half? threw four interceptions in that yeah. game. Right, right, right. Completed less than sixty percent of his passes. He was hey, not I, good. <laughs> I would love to build my team around Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be really good. But out of the woods yet, you know, like. The Sando tiers, he'll probably be a tier two guy and ascending. And I guess I agree with that. But, you know, a, a step back from the organization and the quarterback could happen. I mean, I don't think that's crazy talk at all. He had four games last year where he did not throw a touchdown pass. He had one, two, three, four, five, six others where he threw one touchdown pass. So he had 10 games last year where he had one or fewer touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Now, what he did a much better job of last year was taking care of the football Yeah, until he got to the playoffs, and he threw five interceptions into two playoff games. And if you recall, because this kind of ties back to Pickett, much of the season, I want to say about the first half, he was at the bottom of the league, too, in red zone stuff, you know, as, as young quarterbacks are. You know, people kill Kenny for that, but that's what people, that's what these guys do. He was 11 for 23 for 174 yards against the Eagles. Oh, I remember that was a nasty game, too. He was 22 of 43. Now, he had 310 yards, but 22 of 43 with no touchdown passes and a loss to the Giants. Yeah. But for this article, he carries a lot of weight in a positive way. Yeah, in that division, he's far and away the number one. Right, or compared to the... NFC South. I mean, he's, oh, he's yeah, he's he's he. If you're looking at those eight quarterbacks, he's the, he's number one. He's number one, and he'd be your favorite one to build around. You know, but he's number one already. But he's not. I don't. He's not a superstar yet. 
I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Like there's there's still growth there that he, that needs to be done. That brings us to number six, the NFC West. Ooh, they've got two situations that are yeah, completely a mess right now. So you got Arizona with Kyler Murray and Colt McCoy. You got the Rams. Really, it should be three because you got the Rams with Matthew Stafford. And I don't know if he's going to be ready to play football again this year. You got San Francisco with Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold. They have three guys listed here, right? And then you got the Seahawks with Geno Smith. Matthew Stafford's the number one quarterback in that division, and he might not play football again. He wasn't very good last year. Right. When he did. I mean, he was very good two years ago, and I'm a Stafford guy. But we saw this with Ben. I mean, a big-time arm dude that has major elbow issues or whatever. You know I mean? Like, at his age? Can he transform that? himself like Ben did and, and start, right. you know, dinking? And, like, I see all these the over-under for win totals and, and power rankings and things of that nature. Listing the Rams as, as a, a decent team. I don't They're see it. They're like I don't see it. Or eight and a half or something like that. They're horrendous. I'd go under all day on that. All day. I think their offense, I can tell a story where their offense is decent. If Stafford's, you know, stays healthy, the defense has no chance to even be close to good. No, they're going to have to win shootouts and they don't have the, they don't have the weapons to do it. Mm -mm. Side note. I, I, we broke down Seattle's draft today on on my podcast and sure. They're a hot team. This looks like back-to-back rookie classes that are really good for Seattle, reaping the benefits of the Russell Wilson trade. Only if Gino's good. (laughs) I mean, right. Right. I'm not out of the woods that, oh, wow, they got themselves a quarterback. I mean, he's had like 10 good games. Yeah, and they were all in the first half of last year. Right, right. Um, uh, just calling up Geno Smith's stats here for last year. Now, he, he was off to a ridiculous, really kind of unsustainable start last year. He was the most active quarterback in the league. for like He was completing well over 70% of his passes. Yep. And, you know, just – so if you look at the second half, uh, from let's say week from the time they played the Arizona Cardinals on, he had in that time time span. There's four. He threw seven interceptions in the second half of the season. He had eleven for the year. So seven of those interceptions came in the second half. Um, all those three hundred yard games that he would they they did they did they weren't there. They weren't there. He right. threw 183 yards against the Jets. Um, 190. It just it, it wasn't great. No, I mean, not that he was horrible in the second half of the year, but the first half of the year was easily the anomaly of his career. And oh, by the way, from that Arizona game on at midseason, they went three and five down the stretch. Right when he wasn't Superman. No, I, I, hundred percent hear you. So, pulling this up real quick too is he was thirteenth in EPA during the second half of the season. Like to me, that's kind of a ceiling. Like if he's the thirteenth best quarterback this year, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, and the problem for them was in the One first half. Ticket, in the first first half of the season, he was top ten. Right, right, right. He was like six for the first half of the season. Yeah. So that tends to balance out. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a, a 300, a guy hitting 300 in baseball over the first half of a season, but he's a 260 hitter for his career. 
chances are when the season's over, he's going to be at 260 again, which means that second half he hit about 220. Right, right, right. And some of them, you know this better than I do. I mean, some of them are, what do they say in Bull Durham? You know, that's need a flare. The one to drop, you know, sometimes just the, the ball lands where they're not. Hit them where they ain't, you know, And but you're really the same player. But sometimes know? that's how you got to the 300. That's, that's what I mean. Things were going really well for Geno Smith in the, in the beginning of the year. And it goes well in the second half. Yeah, you're a 280 hitter that half the year you hit 300 and the other half you hit 260. But you're really swinging the bat the same. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the number five division. The NFC East. NFC East. Yeah. That, Dallas with Dak Prescott. The Giants with Daniel Jones. The Eagles with Jalen Hurts. The commanders with Sam Howell. Well, Sam Howell brings that, you know, drags that down a little bit. Yeah. But you got Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts and really Daniel Jones. They're all making money. They're all making money. They all, I mean, Hurts had a huge year. I I cheated and went up to the next division. I would have the East over the next division. Okay. Without a doubt, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't think Jones is great, but I wouldn't say he's a weak link. I mean, oh, I think- I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think the uh, next division got way overrated. Yeah, 100%. Because they lost their best guy, too, by the way. Yeah. That would be the NFC North with Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins. Right. Like Kirk Cousins is like quarterback 15. So Jordan Love, I have no idea what he is. Jared Goff is maybe quarterback 13 or 14. On, his good, on really his good rough, days. Right. Even after a really rough statistical year, I'm taking Dak over all four of those guys. I'm taking Jalen Hurts over all four of those I'm guys. Easily taking Hurts over all of them. And Daniel Jones is, is every bit the equal to Cousins or Goff. Maybe not quite equal, but it's close. And, I mean, I guess I'd rather have Love than Howe, but they're both unknowns. Right. Yeah, they've, get, they've get, essentially got the same number of career starts. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, we've seen about the same from both of them in the yeah. in, in pro, you know, in regu- regulation games, you know, regular season games. That takes us to number three, which is the AFC West. Imagine that. A division with Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert is third. Easily was, was one a year ago. Oh, without, I mean, it was talked about as being the best division ever. Yeah. Boy, Carr's the weak link in this division. It was the, the narrative one year ago. <laughs> well, now they got Jimmy Garoppolo manning the, and I don't, I, I don't know on what planet, and I, I like Jimmy G as much as anybody, but I don't know on what planet he is better than Carr. I would say the same thing. Cause, oh, by the way, Carr plays most games, at least. I mean, oh, he, yeah, he's a gamer. Out. Right. I mean, Jimmy's never out there. And when he is, I don't think he's as good. Like, I, I could easily paint a picture where the Raiders win four or five games and Jimmy plays eight of them, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Am I um, nuts for this? I think Russell Wilson might be good this year. He was so bad last year. I don't think he'll be as bad as he was last year. Right. But I don't know that he's that guy anymore. I don't either. But it's funny because... I thought he played much better after the coaching change. He went from like the worst quarterback in the league to just being below average. So, I mean, it wasn't like that was the Russ of old, but I was listening to Nate Tice, who's Mike Tice's or Mike Tice's son. 
and he was Russell Wilson's backup quarterback at Wisconsin. And he said, ever since I've known Russell Wilson, he does not want to be the run by the seat of the pants guy. He wants to be Drew Brees. He wants to be the small, compact pocket quarterback. And now he's Drew Brees' coach, you know. Here's the problem is, he's not Drew Brees. He's not that accurate. He's not as, right, right, right. He's not, he doesn't have the talent of Drew Brees. And I, I like Russell Wilson as much as anybody does. Right. But the last two or three years of Russell Wilson have not been good. Agreed. And I'm not saying he's going to be a top 10 quarterback, but I always look at these guys like their stocks, and his stock price would be so Oh, it couldn't be any lower. I would buy his stock right now with intentions of flipping it in week 10. That takes us to number two. The, the AFC alone. Although Mahomes and Herbert have a lot of weight, but the other yeah. two bleh. AFC East with Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones, Aaron Rodgers. Which Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, like that carries some weight. Famers types. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I guess so are Mahomes and Herbert. I mean, we yeah. know who number one is now. I mean, yeah. one is the AFC North. Exactly. With with that group, and I'll take Pickett over Jones. Oh yeah. Do you want Tua or Watson? Um. It's yeah. almost a wash. It's almost a wash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that Tua ever plays uh, full seventeen games in his career. Mm-hmm. I just think that's who he is. Yeah. Um. You know, Aaron Rodgers to me is one of the best to ever do it. Josh Allen. I thought Burrow was better than Allen last year. Burrow was better than Allen last year. Rodgers or Lamar is like total apples to oranges, but I don't know who I'd rather have. I mean, if I had to, if I'm lining up to win one game, Mm -hmm. I'll take, I'll take Aaron Rodgers over Lamar. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But they're on the same tier nowadays. They are. They are. Best in the league, but they're not far off. They're both top 10 guys. So, you know, when we talk about the Steelers, the toughest quarterbacks that they play are in their own division. It's 100% true. It's 100% true. In fact, if you look at the divisions the Steelers cross over against this year, they're all at the bottom of this. I know. It works. Like the next best quarterback that the Steelers face is Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, and that's the seventh best. They play that division, they play the AFC South. And so getting, we didn't say great things about Lawrence, but I think we both realized he could be great. He I mean, could he, be. And on that, during At that point of his career, middle of the season, he might be great. But he's not out of the woods yet. And, right. Oh, by the way, the top three divisions are all in the AFC. Yeah. That's not so The Steelers also play the NFC West this year. That's the number six mm-hmm. quarterback division. So they play the six and the seven. And well, they have a game against... Uh, Detroit with Jared Goff. Yeah. And I gained a lot of respect for Goff in the last year, but he's still in the car or cousins level. Yeah, without a doubt. And I go back to, and they play the Raiders with Jimmy Garoppolo. The worst quarterback in that division. (laughs) So, folks, (laughs) if you listen to last segment, we said a lot of good things about Pickett. And it's not just because we're on Steeler Nation Radio and we cited some people from outside the you know, that are impartial. And we think he's trending the right direction. Now, 
the opposite could be true of what I'm about to say, but the Steelers might have the quarterback advantage in 10 or 11 games next year. They very well could. I mean, when it comes to that point of the season, we might go there Sunday morning going, well, the Steelers are the better quarterback. Yeah, I just could certainly see that. Mm-hmm. I could certainly see that in at least eight of their games. I mean, some of them, if they played right now, they would be. No, no doubt. Like, would you rather have, and again, would you rather have Pickett right now or Jimmy Garoppolo leading your team? Tannehill, too, or, you know. Or Tannehill, yeah. Are, are what they are and getting worse. Because when, when you play those guys, too, it might be like, oh, Jimmy looks done. Tannehill looks done. You know, like one year ago, you'd be like, hmm, Matt Ryan might be pretty good for the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. The wall yeah. comes. Yeah, when they hit it, they hit it hard. And if he's ascending, you know. Hey, you can subscribe now to The Drive. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an ST Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 